Hello, and welcome to a mini episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. I haven't done one of these in a while, but there are a couple things that I wanted to share with you. Two tiny little habits that I recently asked uh, one of my clients who worked with me a couple of years ago. I reached out to her and I asked, hey, what is the thing that you carry with you that I taught you that has had the most impact on how you eat now? And that was kind of the inspiration for this little mini podcast episode. I'm also reading a book called The Expectation Effect, which talks a little bit about sort of our brain and how our prediction of certain situations and and of our interpretation of things, how that actually affects our physiology and how we approach things in the future. And so that is sort of the, both of those things are sort of the inspiration for this podcast episode. So let's jump in. Oh, before we jump in, I will say if at any time you're like, hey, I want to know a little bit more about coaching. I'd love to hear perhaps about what group coaching or one-on-one coaching is like. You can do that through the link in the show notes. You can either set up a call or you can reach out to me and we can chat about setting up a call. All right, let's get into it. So if I asked you to describe in detail the last meal that you had, could you do it? And if you had asked me this yesterday in particular, I would say not really. And that's because yesterday I happened to be a little bit more rushed than normal. I usually set aside enough time for myself to sit and calmly eat meals. Yesterday, that was not the case. It was sort of an anomaly for me. And you know what? I felt way more snacky than normal. I noticed that I was going for like sweet tastes or salty tastes more than I normally was. And it felt a lot harder to simply like eat one of something and then move on with it. And the interesting thing is in reading this book, The Expectation Effect, the author talks about, and I'll link the the book in the show notes if you wanna read it. The author cites a few different studies around food and a way that around how we think about and how our expectation of food affects the way that we actually eat and the way that our bodies process food. And in one of the studies that really stood out to me, subjects were asked to, they, they did a little questionnaire on their last meal, like what their last meal was like. They're asked to describe it. Then the control group was asked, did a questionnaire on something completely unrelated to food. And then both groups were offered cookies. So those that had been asked to recall their last meal in detail ended up eating about 45% less cookies, which they mentioned it's about four less cookies. And so we know that, you know, that from a fat loss perspective is really, really helpful, but also just from a general health perspective, we know that there's not anything wrong with eating cookies, but if we are consistently eating more cookies than is actually in our best interest, that's probably not fantastic for our health. That can happen, maybe we're heavily restricting cookies. And so anytime we decide to eat them, we end up eating way more than just a couple. Or maybe we're just like in this study, maybe we're just not really thinking about the things that we're eating or we're not enjoying our meals enough to feel satisfied to not be reaching for extra snacks. And so you know that if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that one of the goals is to help you improve your nutrition and how you think about food on your terms and to help you break away from traditional diet rules and restrictions. But we also know that we live in an environment that makes it really easy to snack, really easy to constantly be grazing. And we have so many excuses in our daily life to not truly ever pay attention 
to one thing. And so there are multiple studies in this chapter of the expectation effect on nutrition and how our expectations and the way that we think about food actually changes how we approach food, how much we eat, how our bodies actually digest it, what our hunger level, how it affects our hunger levels. And in reading this, it became clear over and over that the way that we approach eating from how we think about food changes not just the mental experience of food itself, but how our bodies actually react to the food that we eat and the, the effect on our hunger and fullness hormones. So really, really interesting stuff. And essentially, all of the studies that were talked about in this book, in this whole chapter of this book, really leaned towards the benefits of eating more mindfully. And so I wanted to give you two easy habits that can help you eat more calmly, get more satisfaction out of a meal. And if you're someone that struggles with overeating or mindless snacking, especially out of habit, these steps can start to change how and what you eat without adding a rule or restricting yourself or trying to practice more willpower to get yourself to stop snacking. So here they are. The first one is before you eat, just take two to three deep breaths. This is going to be breathing in through your nose, filling up your belly with air, breathing out through your mouth. You can do this on like a low, like a, like a little bit of a less noticeable scale if you're with other people and you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be weird. But the fact is, is that most of us will simply sit down and we start eating and we don't actually distinguish between like the before eating and the during eating. It's simply just like, we just go into it. We don't even think about it. And so this gives you not only an opportunity for your body to calm down, but in taking these deep breaths, it's really hard to not actually be in your physical body, which is where we are usually not. We usually live very much in our heads and our heads are usually focused on things that are not food. And so taking a couple of, of deep breaths before you start a meal, a snack can help you get in the headspace to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing now and start to calm yourself down and also be more present to the act of eating. The second habit is to engage your senses. And this one specifically is part of my mindful eating mini course. And so you can, I, I linked that in the show notes and you can enroll for free through that link. And this is, so I like to call this kind of like the quote unquote first two bites rule, but this can happen before you eat and it can happen throughout the whole meal. But often, especially if you're someone that tends to eat quite quickly, doesn't necessarily register what you're eating, even just focusing on the first two bites can make a huge impact. And so engaging your senses, look at what you're eating, actually look at it, smell it, and then notice the tastes and the textures as you start to eat. Often we simply get so caught up in the wanting of the food that we don't actually experience the liking or the noticing what the food is actually like. So these two habits, taking a couple of deep breaths before you start eating and engaging your senses as you begin to eat can start to transform your experience of eating. As I said, you can find a link in the show notes or through the link in my bio and Instagram to sign up for the mindful eating mini course that is going to offer you also two other habits and a little bit more guidance around these habits so that you can start putting them into practice. It's a great taster to also see some of the things that I work with my clients on in both group and one-on-one -on -one coaching. So if you're curious, that's a great place to start. I am always available for any questions, feedback, anything you'd like to share with me, any questions you have. And I will link also the expectation effect book in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening.
without my friends. And I will see you again next time.